Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. Nice start in the fire. Wednesday's fire destroyed several goods in 33 shops at the market. Madame Felicia Poku says she suspects an electrical fault might have triggered the fire in the shop. There's more in this report by Nana Bwachi Adam Dankwa. Victims of the Ketitia fire continue to count their losses. This woman says she lost several items amounting to 200,000 Ghana cities. <laughs> The fire gutted the upper floors of the Ketitia market. It is alleged to have started from a shop where leather materials are sold. Shop owner Felicia Opoku has however denied any deliberate act to start the fire. Minister designate for local government Osaibunsu Amwa and Deputy Minister Augustin Collins in team joined Kumasi Mayor Sampine to inspect the spot of damage caused by the fire. Obi Amwa says the government will set up a fact-checking committee to investigate the fire. We have Deputy Minister here, we have Danmo here, we have Heads of Security here, we have the Mayor here. That's what I said. We are here to find out exactly what has happened. But we cannot get all the facts yet standing here. Reports will be submitted to us as quickly as possible. Meanwhile, the Minister reserves the right to form a committee to go into this matter. With that report, and as we end the news at six now top stories. Utufusi to the second admonishes government to demonstrate high level of transparency on the economic situation of the country. For more news, go to myjournal.com. My name is Kwasi Debra. Thanks for your company.
Cheap as that, you understand? But like I always say, a log can stay in a pool with a crocodile for hundred years, but it can never be a crocodile. A log, log, log. You can be in the same pool or pond, whatever it is, with a crocodile, but you can never turn into a crocodile. You can talk about football, 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 but you can never sit in the technical area as a coach. Asked me a series of questions. I've answered it. Now you are repeating the same question. I have got them who have not even trained with us for even three days. I just wanted to showcase them and I bought them because I'm still in my, my places in preparation. What positives do you take away from this game? I have to prepare very well for Africa. That's all. And you've lost quite a few experienced players as well. Is, is that a major blow to you? No. I don't think the station you are people, you started it and you are still running it. Some people have gone, they don't remember them. Is it not true? They should always mention their name to you that if this man were there, this man will you be happy. Will you be happy, you? you. And coach, are you. You'll be happy, you. Coach, are you looking to sign more players this season? Oh, so you don't want to answer my question, but you want me to answer your question. Get your job, get your job. Are you surprised? This is not a surprise. It's a coach and it's a scout. He knows what it's about. The goalkeeper, the goalkeeper, no goalkeeper. Bring us goalkeeper, the one you you want. Two local base players, are you okay? Are you satisfied? Not only two or six against Sheila and Habib Mohammed. I hope these players also to go and play. But now it is only two. Dan Lat, goalkeeper. This only. Don't say only two. You want to then take take off. Nice. Yes, First one, 30 seconds, wait, It is easy. Baby, please, please. Yes. I thank Kennedy. They got the satellites. What he done to Kinfasal, we never see it. I thank Kennedy. 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 Natural dear, we didn't say Nana Ajamai Osu. Yajman was to me, Joe. Gia, what do you gentlemen spell a man? Nana, no, yea, Nana, Tintamu, and Ajaman is also yea, eh, J. Ajaman, and Ajaman, Ajaman, Ajaman,
and Shabalala! Restored to this great gallery of the game, a walking work of art, vintage, beyond valuation, beyond forgery or imitation, 18 years since that trembling teenager of touch and tease first tiptoed onto this storied stage, now in his immaculate maturity, CR7 reunited. 12 years and 118 days since his last United appearance. Ronaldo plays for the Reds again. Greenwoods went for goal. Goalkeeper's missed it. We've been waiting 12 years for this. So drink it in. Ronnie's back where he belongs. Short. He's gone 40 yards. He finds Ronaldo. Ronaldo reclaims his stage. He's done it again. Now, for the thousands in attendance and the millions watching around the world on HBO pay-per-view, ladies and gentlemen, from Mandalay Bay, Las Vegas, uh, let's get ready to rumble! Now, for the thousands in attendance and the millions watching around the world on HBO pay-per-view. Ladies and gentlemen, from Mandalay Bay, Las Vegas, uh, let's get ready to rumble! All right, so it's 19 minutes after six here on your Superstation Love 99.5 FM. Good morning to you, wherever you are. Thanks so much for choosing this dial. And um, as usual, on a Saturday morning like this, it's always a pleasure to come your way with the latest in the world of sports. We keep you company between now and 9 a.m. when we cross over to Joy 99.7 to bring you a news file. But for now, it's nothing but the latest in sports information. Uh, we've got analysis as well. We've got some interviews to be sharing with you as well here on the show this morning. It promises to be another exciting one. My name is Delali Atiasi. I'm here with Javier Clemente and Steve Zando. Fifi Manfred today is absent wherever you are. Good morning to you and um, good morning wherever you are. Thank you very much for choosing this dialogue as well. Now, in the course of the show, if you want to join us by text, you can do so by sending us your messages to 055-11-11995. 055-11-11995. That is our text line. You can send us your messages on what we are going to discuss on the show this morning.
All right, so coming up, uh, we take a look at the UEFA Champions League quarterfinal draw that was held yesterday. And if you look at the parents, Real Madrid are, are playing at home first against Chelsea, Inter Milan, Benfica, Man City, Bayern Munich, and AC Milan and Napoli. I'm going to give you the parents of which, um, I mean, which team plays which team um, at, the, at the end of the uh, quarterfinal. So which, I mean, which team meets which other team in the semifinal to bring you all the permutations in here on the show this morning. Uh, yesterday, the Europa um, quarterfinal draw was also held. Uh, we'll bring you all the details in here. Arsenal, unfortunately, are out of the UEFA Europa Cup. Our focus is now on the league, yes. It matters more. Which one is your matter? The league is our focus. We are focused on the league. Unfortunately, um, Arsenal were eliminated eliminated last Thursday by Sporting Lisbon. And um, I think that Mikel Ateta gave the team out. Yes, he gave us out because um, the way he started the game, the way he, he started, the players he used to start the game itself even... Um, I mean, lacked respect for Sporting Lisbon. They capitalized on that and uh, also held us now to a 1-1 draw and to penalty shootout after extra time. But that's not really what Arsenal fans were expecting. In fact, uh, for most of us, we, we have thought that we'll make it through to the next stage and probably make a statement on the continent as well as we are making a statement in England. Unfortunately, it didn't happen. So Arsenal are out, but I'll bring you other pairings in the Europa League as well. There is more on the English Premier League, the Italian Serie A, the German Bundesliga, the, uh, the Spanish La Liga, as well as the French League. Ah, yesterday, Newcastle won um, at Nottingham Forest. And they are now just a point behind the Champions League teams. Investment Company says he, does, he disagrees with the Crystal Palace management for sucking Patrick Vieira. Rather than to go emotional on it, is, is I try to understand why, you know, and, and I looked at the league table first, which I look at the championship league, league table every now, not, not too much the Premier League. And I looked at the league table and I was just checking out, okay, Palace, so I thought they were in the bottom three or something and, you know, five points behind. And then I see that 12th with uh, actually three points ahead of relegation. So from, from my objective kind of rational mind, I would say at the beginning of the season, Crystal Palace would be very happy if they weren't in the relegation zone based on the squad they have assembled uh, and the quality of the players they've obviously then the second thing I do is I look at uh, because then I, I hear that it's about the run of games so I look at the run of games they've had and I see Newcastle, Chelsea, United twice, City, informed teams Brentford and Brighton I, I see that Zaha has been missing for four or five games within that spell and I look at the next games that are left, and I see Leeds, Nottingham Forest. Who All right, so Vincent Company making a statement in there on why he disagrees with the Crystal Palace management for sucking uh, Patrick Vieira. That news was a surprise to many. Anyway, so the FIFA um, elections also was held in Kigali, and um, we have uh, Gianni Fantino once again. Um, 
I think he went on opposite. Eh? Yeah, he didn't get re-elected, any re-elected <laughs> as a FIFA president. And what is it about yeah, yeah. FIFA president presidency that they can't do just one term and leave? They want to do a second term, probably even create space and room for a third term. That's another hey. term. <laughs> Monopolizing the FIFA electoral system. Okay, okay. Okay, so Javier is in here. Um, Fifi, uh, sorry, um, Steve Zando is also in here. But back home, we'll be doing more on the Bet Power Ghana Premier League. And then also, we'll be bringing you latest from the camp of both Ghana and Angola as we prepare for that uh, 2023 Nations Cup qualifier that will be played at Babara Sports Stadium on Thursday. Kickoff is at 4 p.m. So uh, we need to get a confirmation on whether indeed there, are, there is a new goalkeeper trainer for the Black Stars, a new video analyst, a new team manager. Uh, we shall be speaking to Henry as Antichum, the communications director of the Ghana Football Association. On this, we hear Chris Hilton will be unveiled in Kumasi on Monday. Um, can, can, can we know, or will the public be made to know the, uh, the, the condition of, I mean, the contract, the terms of uh, conditions, um, how long he's been, uh, he's been signed on for? Um, latest information coming in indicate that it's a three-year contract. Sometime back, about a fortnight ago, uh, what was circulating in the media circle was that it was a one-year contract. Can the FA just, you know, erase all these doubts and let us know how long we've signed on Chris Hilton. We'll bring you more on that. But this discussion about local player, no local player, I, I, does it still hold at all? Do we need to be doing that debate? Is it that we are making it a policy that, look, in every national team call-up, we need maybe about some two or three local players or 10% um, local players in the, in the national team? Or we are just basing it on... I mean, current form. I think that we should go for the current form. And so there's nothing like a quota for local players. Now, you hear uh, people talking about the fact that there was no, no local player mentioned in the current, current squad, current Black Star squad that is playing against Angola. But the question I'm asking is, do we have the quality in the Premier League, in the Ghana League, that should deserve a call-up to the Black Stars? Well, we'll be doing more on this. We have, we have some varied opinions on all these that I'll be sharing with you here uh, this morning. And... Um, our brother, Christian Achu, was finally laid to rest yesterday. A very solemn ceremony that was held um, in Accra, a state burial it was for him. And, um, well, all we can say is uh, our sympathies to the family and the families of uh, the family of uh, Christian Achu and his wife, as well as the kids. We hope that God will keep them strong and they will be able to overcome all that has happened. But in the course of the week, there was also a court ruling that we are also interested in because it involves a former... Sorry, it involves... Um, yes, I mean, it's, it's, it got connected to one way or the other to uh, former Ghana Football Association President Gosinyantech. We all know uh, that after the number 12 expose, um, Honorable Kennedy um, in Japan also came out with um, a counter video uh, that said, uh, who watches Anas? And um, it brought out a lot of um, allegations against um, the renowned journalist, the renowned journalist that's Anas Arimiyao Anas, and he um, filed a suit of def for def uh, defamation against Honorable Kennedy Japan. But in the course of the week, uh, the, uh, there was a ruling against Anas Arimiyao Anas, and in fact, costs were awarded against him as well. And the uh, trial judge, he described Anas as not an investigative journalist, but an investigative terrorist and a blackmailer. That is according to the judge. And um, this has created quite um, a lot of discussions in a lot of circles. But the former FA president, Kusinyan Teche, has been reacting to this. Um, we'll try and see whether we can get you uh, his voice. He spoke on Oman FM. Well, I said already, our media. 
Okay. Okay. All right, so 28 minutes after 6 on your superstation, Love 99.5 FM. Good morning, gentlemen. Let me officially welcome you to the show this morning. Good morning, Dola. Dola, good morning. Um, quick one. In your intro, you mentioned that um, you guys lost because of Mikel Arteta. Oh, yes. Uh, he disrespected Sporting Lisbon. Based on the lineup. Yes, based on the lineup. Well, yes, I, because I, I, I'm coming. Uh-huh. You go away and go and play a 1 1 draw game. Uh-huh. You come back uh-huh. knowing that. Uh-huh. You need to win uh-huh. and make it to the next stage of the competition. What you do is that you start with your regular players. Mm-hmm. Then if you get the results you want, mm-hmm. then you start resting them and bringing in the second fringe players. Okay. Yes. So, so Tomiyasu is not a starter. Oh, the, the, How do you call it? I'm the, coming. The, um, let, me, let me give you the letter. Tomiyasu is not a starter. Uh-huh. Um, how do you call it? Viera is not a starter. Uh-huh. Um, check the lineup. I so, mean, so Dela, yes. first of all, I, I sharply disagree with you. Uh-huh. Arsenal went away and recorded a 2-2 draw. Yes. They just needed to avoid goal. Yes, and so the mentality is to win. And so and you go exactly. with your with but, your, but your, a your a, full squad. A, a goalless draw could have taken them through. A, and no, I'm saying that. No, no. no. Are we using our way goals? No, no, we are not using our oh, way okay, goals. Okay, so they needed to win. So we yeah, had okay, to win. for the correction. We had to now win. the second issue here is that Dela, if you look at the lineup of Arsenal against Sporting Lisbon, start. Aaron Wednesday was in post number one I all mean, the time. He's always so go ahead. Tomiyasu. No, he's been in and out. It's Ben White. He's been in and out. That place is <laughs> Ben White. It's not Tomiyasu. Now, no, 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 no. But, but is it is it always Ben White? No, but it's, if it's not Ben that, White, it's because he, probably Ben White has, an, has a problem. But no, he's no, number one. So he's been in and out. We started the league. Have you? We started the league with Tomiyasu. Yes. After about some five. Six matches, uh-huh. he realized four. that yeah. he was not good enough. Then Ben White took over. Exactly, and I'm so saying that Ben White. But recently, Tomiyasu has always been coming recently from okay. the bench. So now let's go to Tomiyasu the centre-back pairing. Uh-huh. Saliba and Gabriel, no debate. Not. So go to the other side. Zinchenko, he's always a starter. Fine in now, midfield. Midfield. Rich Nelson. I mean, he, he scored that crucial goal against them. That, that, that was his second game of <laughs> yeah, the season. I agree with you. So Jorginho, Jorginho, he's not a starter, but he's, he's got not, experience. Yes, but he's not a starter. In Europe. You always Gran- start party ahead of him. Granit Shaka. He gets the opportunity when party is injured. Granit Shaka. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yes. Is he a starter? He is. <laughs> Viera. He's not a starter. So, for Martinelli, a starter. Yes. Actually, he made five. Five, five, five. five I'm five. coming. So, Gabriel Odegaard Ode did not start. Gabriel five. So he, Saka he, did not start. Uh-huh. Six. So, in, in the first level, you've got one, two, three. Only five four, starters. Five. Yes. But only five starters. I mean, they could have made a difference. And you don't have any kids. Ah, but the last. No, 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 why, 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 why? No, but why do you have to no, drop no, six starters and feel that you, 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 you can't make a case? What are you saying? The, the report does not mention starters. Saves five tennis. I mean, well, it, but it, I'm, I'm it, qualifying it to status, and you know status, Javier. You but, know the status of but, Arsenal. But, but, Let's not drag but, this. But, but can you always start them all the time? No, when you have a crucial game of this nature, you have to start them. 
It was crucial because we had to win and make it to the next stage. No, no, but you are, you are talking as if once you have those players, those players must play. They guarantee us win. No, no. They guarantee us win. They must play all the time. Look at the matches that we have played this season. That is With these players starting, how many we've won, the percentage rate, and you see that they've guaranteed us three points, three points all the time. So are you telling me that those players that played in... Sporting. Those players that played... In the absence of those five players that yes, you say are yes, regulars for, yes, for, for, for Arsenal, yes. are they not quality enough to have beaten these guys? Why do we have regulars? Hey, today you are you are, you are trying to say that <laughs> benches are the same as regulars. No, no, no. But I just gave you the lineup. I, I, when, when we discussing, when, when we talked about Chelsea and we talked about the fact that most of the players are injured, yeah. I told you that on any given day, the players that uh, Graham Potter assembles yeah. against Fulham, against Southampton, they are good, are enough. good enough to be yes. that's what the ball is. They are good enough, but if they are good enough, why are they benches and we have starters? There's a difference. But the point Some of making good. is that not saying that you they cannot are play good. them but all the time. You cannot play better, them all the time because they are starters. Than than Every game they must play. Some are so that the others will sit down but and enjoy their salary at the end of the week. Why do you say Arsenal has got a very strong squad? Because we've got we say we have a strong squad, but we always say you always say that we have lost we don't have a strong bench. We've got a very good bench. And like, make it, even, even in context, the players that started uh, the game against the game, you are not making excuses. If you want to say we lost, fine. But but you don't have make excuses. You lost the game. You can't say that there are no regulars and there are no benches. The bench regulars and there are regulars. I don't understand your point because Arsenal started the game with six of their regulars, right? Five. And no six. Five. Six. Six of their regulars. They were in there: Ramsdale, Saliba, Gabriel, Zinchenko, Saka, Martinelli. Six players. So, I mean, the five players and, and, who and played Are you them. even saying that Gabriel is not a starter? No, he was injured. No, but he, so he's not been starting most of their games. This uh, but so in contest, I agree. But, 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 but so, so now, you know, there are starters and there are... No, no, but, 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 but if I want to go by your argument... Today you are saying but that Vieira... Vieira... I have never... Is, me, I have not mentioned Vieira. No, but I'm, t- I'm, t- I'm, I'm mentioning I'm, players no, no, who, mes- who, mes- who were not Mention those that I've mentioned, please. Oh, no, but they were part of that. I have not mentioned Vieira's name. I don't even remember that guy. because you've not mentioned, I can't talk about him. No, no, but don't say because... No, but don't mention Vieira's name and attribute that name to me because I've never mentioned Vieira's name this morning. Have I done that? I'm, I'm I don't even talk, remember the last time I talked about that. I Vieira was guy. going to talk about those <laughs> who were benches who started the game, and I mentioned Vieira. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. It could be any other person, okay. right? Okay. But he was part of those who do not start, who are not regulars, who we gave so the opportunity. Gabriel, to play. Gabriel is, is a regular. Oh, no, but he's on any day when he's when he's back, yeah. he's a regular. He's a starter. Yeah. Okay, let's not. But today, he was injured. You have it today. Because of Arsenal today, you are saying that hey. there are no regulars and there are I no have regulars. never said that. I have hey. never said there are no regulars Sir. or they are not started. I've never said that. What I'm saying is that yeah. the team that you assembled. It's quality enough to have been sported. That's the because point I'm making. Rest- and, you, and even this, this, this starters and regulars thing, there is no team in this world or mm. under the sun mm. that can play the same players for, for the whole season. It's not possible. The same place for the whole season. So, so, but, so but, is, that, is that what you think I, I, I want to imply? What I'm saying is that you, are just, you, you just want to make okay. a mess. You're just, just making right. excuses for your defeat. Exactly. <laughs> you lost the game. Just admit that you have lost the game. And let's, let's move on. Now, now, you, now you are left. You are out of the Europa League. Eh? Mm-hmm. Our, focus is, our, our focus has always been on the English Premier League. <laughs> we place premium on the EPL than the Europa Cup. It's as simple as that. <laughs> hey. Have you heard what I'm saying is that <laughs> if you look at if you look at what <laughs> if you look at no 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 not so
25 minutes to 7. But I think it's, it's, it's the time. Arsenal should have won. I mean, after recording it to, to draw me. I mean, look, my first comment when I saw the lineup was just what I'm saying. I was like, hey, Charlie, is, he sure is, he getting, is he getting overconfident? Yeah. You understand? Because we, we had to win. But the, why can't we blame the individual players who started in the absence of the regulars? So, for example, Jorginho yeah, came they are in. not up to it. But Jorginho has got experience in Europe in the English Premier League. He has won the Champions League with Chelsea. And Rhys Nelson was awarded for that performance he gave against Bournemouth. So, it's a one-off. It was a one-off. Yeah, yeah, but I, the, the, I understand the stakes were high. And so, this place, so, you so, know... So, what, 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 what you are talking about, the lab basically goes to... Make the point uh, you don't have a very good bench. Bench, no. Okay, for so, that, no. So that's one and it's something that, we've accepted. One, one, one area that Mikel Ateta and Edwin and other guys will have, will have to do, look yeah, at. Yes. Yeah. All right. Now, let's do something on the Champions League. Let's look at the draw <laughs> and the permutations, uh, how it is. Um, Real Madrid, Chelsea. I, mm. I love that pairing. Are you sure? I love it. Oh, yes. Uh, I love the pairing. You, you enjoyed your duel last season. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I love the pairing. And, and, and who triumphed? Oh, last season was Madrid. Oh, okay. But last two seasons. Oh, Zando. Oh, 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 you are taking us too far. Oh, oh, do you, said, you said, <laughs> I, I enjoyed the duel last I said, yes. So why are you going back next to? Oh, but last okay. two seasons, too. I mean, the, I mean, the two sides plays against each other. So and, and, and Chelsea triumphed. So it is important I bring it in here. Okay. So you've got Madrid versus Chelsea. Inter versus Benfica, uh-huh. Man City versus Bayern Munich, AC Milan versus Napoli. My my worry is that <laughs> City always faces too much difficulty when they get to this stage. Hey, yes, really? because if you look if you look at the pairings, it's going to be the winner of Real Madrid Chelsea playing against the winner of Man City Bayern. Mm, yeah. That's a difficult time. And the Italians have got some. Uh, so that, some that 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 that, cool that way. the final is, yeah, is quite it's very, easier, you know. Yeah. And so the winner of Inter Milan Benfica will play against the winner of AC Milan Napoli. That's going to be. But the life you look at the So who, whoever gets to the final from the other group, Chelsea, Chelsea, Real Madrid, uh, City. Let's talk Miami. about maybe Real Madrid. Gets to the final. Adams, gets to the final. Definitely has any. He has a very good chance of winning the Champions League. Yeah, 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 yeah. Whoever goes, well, Chelsea, Real Madrid. Whoever progresses to the next seed, where maybe they will meet Manchester City or maybe Bayern Munich, the winner of that tie goes to the final. Definitely will have a very easier. Uh, chance of uh, how do you make up the chances of Chelsea? Or oh, we we are far away. Well, the, the the first legs, uh, the quarterfinals will be played on the 11th and the 12th of April. 11th and the 12th. Eleventh and the 12th of April, and the second legs will be played on the 18th and 19th of April. Well, so three weeks yeah, okay, so, so that's basically that's what we are looking at. Then then the semi-final will play the first leg with 9th and 10th of May. And the second leg will be a 16th and 17th of May. And the final will be also is 10th of June. So in Turkey. In Turkey, yeah. The Athletic Sports Stadium. Remember that Istanbul. stadium? Yeah, where, where where Liverpool did a magic over over yeah, AC Milan. AC Milan. Yeah. That's where the, the final will play. Is, is, is it is it is it far from now? I don't think so. It's 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 very Yeah, so far. Yeah. It's about three weeks. Yeah, three weeks. Three weeks, three weeks, three weeks. I don't think that three weeks is is, is a long enough time for for, for for the teams, especially those players that are injured, for them to come back or for them to hit their form. Because Chelsea, for instance, obviously will need Rhys James around because of Vinicius Junior. And uh, if if Rhys James is back from injury, but he's been in and out of the Chelsea team because of uh, Graham Potter's decision to rest him in some of the matches that Chelsea has played because maybe he just come back from injury. So how full fit Rhys James on the right side of Chelsea defence? Obviously, it's going to be very good for Chelsea because that's where Benny Gini operates from. But the two ties, they 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 are not they are not strangers when it comes to the Champions League. Just like we we're talking about earlier, last season Chelsea met Real Madrid in the 
I think it was at the quarters at that time, quarter final team. Mm-hmm. The Real Madrid beat Chelsea 5 4 Nagigate. I remember the, the, the second encounter, the second leg encounter at uh, Santiago Bernabeu, which was very, very good. At. Chelsea unfortunately lost out in that game. But before that, Chelsea and, and Real had played in the 2020 2021. At that particular uh, meeting, it was at the semi final stage, and Chelsea beat them and uh, went on to win the, the Champions League that particular year. So, uh, recently, the two teams have been very, very active as far as playing, playing, playing matches between the two teams is concerned. So it's going to be very, 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 very interesting game. My, my, my worry is that I mean I'm looking at the two managers because basically the two teams have quality players. If you look at the players that Chelsea has assembled, spent close to about 600 million pounds on players from January and the, and the summer, very, very huge amount of money and quality all around the team. But the same also can be said about Real Madrid. I mean, the players are also playing very good football. Karim Benzema is playing well. Vinny Junior, Bavade, and Mayford. Luka Modric, Tony Cruz, Kamavinga comes when he plays very well. And at the, at, at the back line... Even Chouameni. Yeah, Chouameni also plays well. At, at the back line, Rudiger, who is, is no alien to Chelsea, obviously is also playing very well. Eder Militao, Alaba is out because of injury, but I'm hopeful that maybe by that time he'll be back. And they, they have also class at the back. I'm looking at the two managers. When we had a discussion on Inshad the other time, I said that in terms of quality from both sides, players, I'm, I, maybe they, they are par. Mm. But what separates? Mm. Oh yes, what's what's what separates the two teams is is the quality of managers that they have. We're looking at Carlo Ancelotti, who has won the Champions League four times. The only the only <coughs> sorry the only manager to have done that. They were look, looking at Graham Potter, who <laughs> before Chelsea played the first Champions League game, said he has never watched a Champions League match before. You get what I'm saying? Mm. He's never watched a Champions League match before. He, never in his life. Has he not even on TV? He's not, he's not watched a Champions League match before. So, the quality and experience of the two managers, for me, is what is going to determine who who, who will win again. So, so, when it comes to the quality, I think Ancelotti, Ancelotti is miles and miles okay. ahead of uh, Graham right. Potter. Man City paired against Bayern Munich. <clears throat> Can Ellen Haaland make any difference? Yeah, you, you mentioned that Man City has not been lucky um, in their Champions League quest to ask it to work. And next, the Champions League trophy finally, because they always meet tough opposition. I mean, around this time, but I think that Man City, based on the form that they have displayed this season, I mean, they have shown a lot. Ellen Haaland is if they displayed form, then Arsenal is is big. Arsenal. Ah, you see, the team has displayed form, but exactly. they are behind Arsenal five points. I'm saying that they make they means Arsenal is more than more than City. No, but, but you see, the times uh-huh, So I, I understand, but uh-huh. what, what, what I'm saying, but that's is that, what it implies. Uh-huh. But what I'm saying is that Man City is not that bad. Oh, have you? And and I don't think I don't oh, think. Am I wrong? What? The question I asked. No, I didn't. I didn't. I didn't. I didn't, you didn't. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, Zando. What, what was the question? No, it's okay. It's, it's enough. So like, I'm saying that. Answer, 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 answer. No, he's saying that. I'm saying that Man City, Man City is on form. Is yeah. on form, and uh, they've exhibited excellent play. This, and I'm saying yeah. that if they are excellent, uh, they means that Arsenal is excellent beyond three times. Uh, excellent three times. Yeah, we are at top of them. We are ahead of them five points. And you are out of the Europa League. How many times have you have you met a beating them this season? It's not about meeting them. We are in a competition. What about your head to head? And we are ahead of them on five points. And you're talking about beating. Okay. So the, 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 I think Man City beating beating Bayern Munich is not beyond them. I mean they, they can they can beat Bayern Munich. Bayern Munich, I mean when Sadio Mane got injured, mm. we're not a bit consistent. Um, I mean even though he's back in the team, even in the German Bundesliga, at some point they were not leading. But as we speak, they are leading the pack with 52 points. 
I mean, Dortmund follows with 50 points, so two points between Dortmund and Bayern Munich in there. For me, I think Bayern Munich have not been exceptionally good this season, so Man City can certainly fasten their chances against them. Ellen Haaland is on form, and when you get Kevin De Bruyne's elements and Ellen Haaland banging in the goals for Man City, certainly. And I think that Haaland has got a very good record against German opposition, so when he was... When he was in Dortmund, he was scoring goals on a consistent base against Bayern Munich. So certainly, I think that Man City can stand a chance of winning against Bayern Munich. And look, the life in Inter Africa quickly. Um, no, no, but, but just a quick one on this uh, City City Bayern game. Mm. You know, you know, Pep, Pep uh, some years back was manager at Bayern, Bayern Munich, and uh, he was asked a question of whether 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 he has what it takes to be Bayern. Munich. You know, managers normally, when they are playing against some of these big teams, don't want to. Or they are not for traffic information. But I mean, truth be told, this last last week and when he was interviewed about the Champions League, he said that his tenure as Manchester City manager will be will be will be perfect if, if he's able to win the Champions League. Mm -hmm. That's what he said. Of that, course. That like people, he'll be judged with the Champions League. Yeah, he'll be judged with, but you know that for, for some reason or the other, some years back he was not he was not saying the same thing that he said about last week uh, about a week ago. Mm -hmm. Well he was he was saying that he was not brought uh, to Manchester to win the Champions no, League. But have you in contest? It is because I mean, in the last six he has won the Premier League trophy four times. Yeah, so, so that, that's the point I'm making. And and, and and after that interview, Haaland was so and so also and so interviewed and just like he was saying. If I is 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 it's four in the last five. Yeah, four in the yeah, last five. Now playing the yeah, last four, six. Four, four in the last five. <laughs> so just like he was saying, four in the last five. And Haaland also said that they didn't even bring him from from Germany to 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 England to win the Premier League because. Four in the last five. He, says they won he was brought to win, win the, the Champions, Champions League. League. Yes, that's yeah. what I said. He was brought to win the Champions League, not to win the Premier League. Because when it comes to the Premier League, I mean, everybody knows that Manchester City has won it for four out of the five times that it has been played. He's going to be the key man, whether we like it or not. The number of goals that he scored, five against Leipzig. He was taken off. And uh, Pep said that he was taken off because uh, he didn't want him to hit six and maybe get swollen headed, headed and, yeah. and, and think that he has achieved everything. He wants him to be very hungry all the time, anytime he plays. So he intentionally picks him out of the team. Maybe when it's about getting a hat trick, so that he'll be hungry to get more goals the next game that he plays. He's and denying the man records. No, but he still made some records. And anyway, since since joining City last summer, he has scored 39 goals in 36 games. I mean, that's very impressive, man. Eh? Yeah, very. 39 in 36. And uh, the one who had a record at that time was called Tommy Johnson. The record has stood for 94 years, mm. 94 solid years, and. Uh, Alan has broken it. And uh, his tally of five against Leipzig also equaled a record for most goals in a Champions League game alongside Lionel Messi. Messi for Barcelona against Bayer Leverkusen in 2012. Then uh, Luis Adriano for Shakhtar Donetsk against Barty Borisov in 2014. And he has, now uh, he has now scored 33 goals in 25 Champions League games. Mm -hmm. 33 goals in 25 Champions League games. Becoming the youngest player to cross the 30-goal mark at 22 years and 236 days. That's 116 days younger than previous record holder, Kylian Mbappe. So it tells you that when it comes to scoring goals, that guy is, 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 is just... He's just, uh, made his name peerless. He's peerless. Yeah. And I think that he's going to be the key man for Manchester City in the Champions League this season. All right, so that's it on the Champions League. We'll be doing more on the uh, fixtures for the top five European leagues. Steve, I don't know whether we are ready we with that. We didn't talk about Europa League. Europa? Sure. Oh, but I mean Europa. You guys are I mean, also, you don't want us to talk about it. Oh, no, no, no. You can decide to, uh, if yes. you want to talk. But I mentioned the Europa League. Okay. That's how come Arsenal came in. So, okay. Oh, okay, so the we, Paris. We are going to enjoy a smooth passage to the final. Rumor is certainly playing the final uh, this time around. We have been you played let's against. See, let's, let's, let's hear the, the Paris. Okay, so we've got Man United versus Sevilla, Juventus versus Sporting, 
Bayer Leverkusen versus Union SG in Belgium and Feyenoord versus AS Roma. We played Feyenoord last season in the final of the Europa, Europa Conference League. So, certainly this time around, we know how to beat them. Last season, we beat them. Nicolo Zaliolo scored the only goal. Even though he's not in the setup, he's playing for Galatasaray as we speak. But we've got the men capable of, you know, beating final. Paolo Dybala is on fire. And look, Nemanja Matic is playing like he's 20 years. And captain, I mean... Um, Matic uh, is playing like he's 20 years. Yes, I mean, he... If, if you've been watching Matic in the, in the Italian Serie A, you no, would I've love him. Gino Wojnardum is back in the setup. Pellegrini, our captain, has been fantastic this season. So, certainly, I mean, the Roma fans out there, I'm assuring you that, look, we are going oh, to. Oh, have, you have quite quite a manageable opposition yes. in Feyenoord. So. Yeah, so if, if we beat uh, Feyenoord, the next but opposition. Did you watch Feyenoord and. Was it Club Rouge? Was it seven goals or how many? Seven. Shakhtar Donetsk, yeah. Shakhtar Donetsk. Shakhtar, yeah, against Shakhtar. I think I was going through their records. I think they have lost only one match this season in the in the red division. So when you're talking about. No, they are good, but I mean, we have to give them some respect. But we beat them, I mean. So it, it tells you that, that we was are, last season. Yeah, yeah, exactly. About 12 months ago, we beat them in the cup final. So okay. we are capable of beating them once again. All right. And we've got the men. Jose Mourinho is on the touchline. Mourinho is the special one. And when it comes to cup competitions, no manager comes what close. Do, and certainly... You, when it comes to what? Cup competitions. What hmm. yeah. Jose Mourinho. Yeah. Ah, 12 minutes to 7. <laughs> Let's get to the fixtures. Mr. Delali Atiasi. Anyway, let me give you this one. Yeah, of course. I Roma, we are playing the final of the Europa League. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In your dreams. If we beat final, our next opponent will be Bayer Leverkusen or Union SG. If, if, if. Ah. Okay, so let's finish with this one and let's quickly do something from the the headquarters of international football. Vera is gone, Vera is gone. This is Vera. Yeah, that's my first yeah, story. Yeah, yeah. A very, a very surprising. A very surprising. It's surprising. It's not surprising. Oh, have you? But how bad has Crystal Palace? Oh, but in, in, in twelve matches, they are to win a game. They are to win a game. And what is their position on the league table? They are thirty. I understand. They are twelve. They are twelve. If you go twelve on the league table, no, you will be under pressure. I'm saying that where does it place them? No, no, but, but listen, what I'm, if I'm, what if it was placing you in the relegation zone? The twelve game winless run. Then, then no, but I'm saying so before the twelve, what was happening? Okay, where they were good. And where does the 12 without win place them on he's, the league he's table? Gone, he's gone. 12. He's gone. He's gone. 12. It's 12 18. He's, he's, but, but look at the point difference between, between, between three the 12 the and 12. the relegation. Yes. Yeah. And and just like you said, he's only won a single game this year. 12 in 2023. Yes. Wow. 12 matches on the trot. He's not won a single match in 12 matches. And if you look at the goals that he's, he's scored, 21 goals after 30, uh, 27 matches, then the goals considered is 34. Look at the number of teams. Behind Crystal Palace, mm-hmm. even some of them have goals, goals, lesser goals conceded. So it's considered leaking goals, and it's also not winning games. So the team behind Crystal Palace: Wolves, Nottingham Forest, Everton, Leicester, West Ham, Bournemouth, look, Leeds. And surprisingly, surprisingly, if you look at, look at, surprisingly, look at the fixtures ahead. Mm-hmm. 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 He's playing those down. He has finished with those up. Oh, okay, so oh, he's just, down with the big teams. Yes. Wow. He's down with the big teams, and now he's facing those down. Almost all of them down. Oh, you see. And so sometimes, if you look at the dynamics, that, mm. and that's what company was talking about. Yeah, in in that earlier um, insert that yeah. we played, yeah, mm. that's one bite. Mm. He says that if you look at those that he's playing down, he's playing next, then you should Manager probably board. have given the, okay. given him a bit of a chance, especially putting into perspective how he started the league. 
And then maybe along the no, line. No, but why, why, why should we give him time? Because those those are his playing next. He played in the first leg. This, these are second leg. The second round. But in the first in, in the in the first one of the league, I think he was. Did, good. did he beat all of them? No, he did not. Yeah, but so, I mean, so I mean, he, the guarantee that he, he's going he was to be good. And at some point, I mean, a lot of but those positions are yeah. weaker on paper no, no, than no, no, those. No, 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 no. But Javier, the point is that in the first one of the Premier League. The point I'm also making is that you met them in the first leg. Were you able to beat all of them? No, but he was. So what's the what's the what's the what's the guarantee that he's going to beat them this time round? Patrick Vieira has not been good in the second round of the English. Yeah, he's, he's not won in 12 matches. So, so that's, that's but but in the, you are saying that he played all these sides in the first leg, in the first one. Yes. And I'm saying that in the first one of the league, he was he was okay. Most of the managers in the Premier League were describing him as excellent manager in what of you. I mean, but I mean, the ladders is going to be interesting because BBC is reporting that Roy Horsin oh, is coming to five years. Yeah. Look, Roy Horsin was fired. I read it myself yesterday. I mean, I read, I read and the moment you read these things, yeah, you yeah, should not be surprised. From the BBC. <laughs> They've made an approach, for all you know. Yeah. But he, he was there. He was there. Yeah. So Patrick, Patrick Vieira replaced Roy Horsin yeah. in 2021. And now Vieira has been fired. And the now what is he saying? Is he saying he's going to take the job? Well, he's not spoken it. But he shouldn't even say it. Okay. Why, why don't you want you to come? But Trapattoni was coaching even at the age of 80. But, 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 but the, the, the guy who won uh, this uh, the Champions League with the Olympic Marseille won a bit was, uh, was it Raymond Rutas. He was about 80 years at that time. Uh, uh, Rutas was about 80 years at that time. Arrigo Sachi and the rest. They coached for, for, for long. But that's Arrigo Sachi. Yeah. That is, that, that is Arrigo Sachi. And we are talking about Sachi. We are talking about Sachi. Okay, so let's go. Hope you coach as now, Dela, let's talk about the festers coming up this weekend in the English Premier League. Yesterday, there was one game. Newcastle United beat um, Nottingham Forest by two goals to one. Andrea, you started the game as the lead striker. He played 79 minutes for Nottingham Forest in that game. Now, today, we've got matches coming up. 3 p.m. Aston Villa, we're playing Bournemouth. We have Brentford versus Leicester City. Southampton, we're playing Tottenham Motspur. Wolves versus Leeds United. And Chelsea will be hosting Everton at 5.30 p.m. today. Now, Chelsea boss Graham Potter has explained his players never gave up during their poor run and that is why they have begun getting the desired results. Well, it's a, it's a difficult moment for, for us all connecting with the club because the results weren't what we wanted. So, and we all have to deal with that and I have to take that responsibility, as I said. But you can't wait for that to come around. You've got to keep, keep going. Sometimes football, you don't get the rewards. Sometimes you have to keep going and fight through the storm. And there was a storm for a period of time, absolutely. So um, we've come out of it with three wins, but we need to carry on. We're, we've got a tough game against Everton. Sean Dyche has done a great job since he's gone in there. We're a tough, tough team to play against. So we're looking forward to that challenge in front of our supporters. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. But he's won the last three matches for Including that huge result against um, um, Dortmund. That it's good, it's good. It's good for him. Yeah, so you see the real... You see there was a storm. You see the real... Yes, there was a storm. So he's he's, he's, he's it down. Yeah. Whether the storm now. Yeah, he's weathered the storm down. Okay, so let's move on. But he doesn't trust... I Okay. Now, Mdala, for today in the English Premier League, Man City will not be in action because they'll be playing the FA Cup quarterfinal game against Burnley. That game is at 5.30pm today. Man City versus Burnley in there. Pep Guardiola says Burnley will really be a difficult opponent today. He commended Vincent Company for building a very solid team at Burnley. This last two or three days is thinking what they have done so far this season. And what I saw, I'm not absolutely really surprised at all. The position, what they have done so far in the championship. So, being so close to being next year in Premier League team, 
seeing more carefully what they do, I understand completely why they are there. It will be a really, really tough opponent because they do incredible good things on the pitch. The best success I have as a team is uh, convince as soon as possible what, what you believe is the best to win games or the, for the or sweet perfect for the players to have and apply it as quick as possible and they apply it. So they have a, a good team and the way they play is exceptional. So that was City boss Pep Guardiola speaking on Benley. Yeah, now Benley manager Vincent Company says he goes back to face his former club with mixed feelings. I said it, it's, it's mixed feelings because um, on the one hand, the last time I was there in any competitive capa- capacity was uh, the, the, the famous Leicester game at home. It's my last game there. Um, but now I'm coming, obviously, as the opponent. And uh, I think everybody at Burnley Football Club is looking forward to uh, to go to the Etihad tomorrow and hopefully hopefully just show just show our best side. Mm. So that was Vincent Company speaking. If you look at the championship table, Burnley is on top with 83 points. Sheffield United follows with 70 points. So 13 points separating Burnley and Sheffield. So it tells you that Burnley have been good in the championship this season. But okay. this is Man City. Yeah. And certainly City will start the game as the favourites. Now let's move on to the matches coming up on Sunday. That is tomorrow in the English Premier League. In fact, only one game will be played tomorrow because of the FA Cup matches. And at 2pm, Arsenal will be playing Crystal Palace in the Arsenal boss. Mikel Arteta says their Europa League exit has brought clarity in the season, So they are now focusing on the EPL. We really wanted to go through and, and fight in the competition and, and go for it. And um, we tried for 120 minutes and the penalties and um, it wasn't enough. Disappointment is, is there now, but it brings clarity. It's 11 games to play now, 11 Premier League games, and, uh, and we have a final. The first final is against Crystal Palace and we have to recover, put all the energy there uh, and all the focus there and play better than today. Put the same effort as today and, uh, and win it. Hmm. So that was Mikel Ateta, Arsenal boss, speaking there. He will mm. be playing against Crystal Palace, being coached by their under-21 He needs to be careful. Coach, yeah. He needs to be very Paul careful. McCarthy. And not joke with. Mm. That's nothing. Mm. But he's leading the Premier League table with five points. Yes, away. yes. Mm. And that's, that's huge. We don't want any... any Last minute slip. No, no, no. no. <laughs> Why are you scared? That's happened on Thursday. Are you no, scared? Scared? Uh-huh. No, no, no. Okay, scared, so then, 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 then let's move on. Ah, <laughs> let's, not, not for Arsenal crowd, we should be scared. Yeah, so then let's move on. Then don't be worried, okay? Don't be worried. Or not, but you know, there are times <laughs> when you, you have to... Uh, you say you, danger you, ahead. You, you put people on track, you okay. understand? Yeah, if, uh, if they are veering off uh, the road, so we'll say, you bring put, them back on put track. Put them on their toes. Uh, fine. Uh-huh. <laughs> that one too is good. Uh, another better expression. <laughs> now to the FA Cup matches coming up um, tomorrow. Um, at 4.30 p.m., Man United will be playing Fulham. Man United boss Everton Hunt says he will relish another opportunity to play at the Wembley. After Sunday, well, I will set conclusions. Uh, but we are, uh, we are now in three leagues competing and we want to stay in those. So Sunday is a massive game for us. Of course, it's huge motivation. We all really enjoyed Wembley. We all really enjoyed winning a trophy. And it, is, well, it has to be the fuel, uh, fuel uh, for next one uh, to uh, get pushed by that, uh, by that idea. And that has to bring extra energy to beat Fulham. This guy, is he still suffering from the 7-0? No, I don't think so. The aftermath no, of the 7-0? No, I, yeah, so. yeah. I think he has recovered. No, no, guy is yeah. talking to us. Because after after that game, I mean, he beat um, Real Betis and drew with Southampton, home and away in the Europa League, uh-huh. and he's through to the quarterfinals. And drew with Southampton. Yeah, that's a fact anyway. Mm-hmm. Stubborn Southampton side, yeah. Mm. Stubborn. But the Chelsea beat them. 
<laughs> now to the Spanish La Liga, one one game will be played, one key game will be played tonight at 8 p.m. We've got Atletico Madrid versus Valencia. Tomorrow will be the Air Clasico. Hey, 8 p.m. Barcelona versus Real Madrid. The Air Clasico has lost everything. Wow. To the Italian Serie A today, we've got Udni versus AC Milan. Tomorrow, Torino will be playing Napoli in the 5 p.m. Last year, we'll be playing AS Roma. A derby, a derby game in there. It's going to be huge. And of course, Roma will start this game as their favorite in there because of Jose Mourinho. Now, at 7.45 p.m., Inter Milan will be playing Juventus tomorrow in the Italian Serie A. To the German Bundesliga, Boku will be playing RB Leipzig today at 2.30 p.m. 5.30 p.m., Dortmund will be playing FC Cologne. And then on Sunday, we've got Bayer Leverkusen versus Bayern Munich at 4.30 p.m. Lastly, in the French Liga, 12 p.m. And tomorrow, we've got AC Ajaccio versus AS Monaco. And Paris Saint-Germain will be playing Rene tomorrow at 4.05 p.m. So, these are the key fixtures coming up this weekend in the major leagues in Europe. All right. Um, Javier, I don't know whether you want to talk about the major leagues here. So uh, I want us to um, do something quickly from the camp of um, that is um, FIFA, uh, because um, the FIFA president, um, Gianni Infantino, uh, was re-elected president of FIFA for another four years. Now, it is officially his first re-election since he initially took over the remaining term of his suspended predecessor, uh, Joseph Joseph Blatter, into 2016. Now, this means he can seek another term in 2027 until 2021, according to FIFA statutes. Infantino's re-election was a formality after no other candidate came forward. So, and uh, for the first time, I mean, this was held um, on the shores of Africa, in Kigali, Rwanda, to be precise. Now, in the end, the consolidated financial statements of 2022, the FIFA statutory financial statements of 2022, the 2023 to 2026 budget, the 2024 detailed budget, and appointment of the auditors for 2023-25 were also approved at the Congress. Now, the date for the next Congress is 17th May 2024, but the venue is yet to be confirmed. Now, speaking immediately after the re-election to serve um, till 2027, President Infantino said he'll continue to serve FIFA and the entire football fraternity to the best of his capabilities. Well, being, of course, president of FIFA is um, an incredible, incredible honor. It is an incredible, incredible privilege as well. And it is also a great, great responsibility. I'm uh, truly humbled and touched by uh, by your support. And uh, I simply promise you that uh, I will continue serving FIFA, serving football all over the world, serving all 211 member associations of FIFA. Leadership is uh, obviously about uh, listening and learning. And then leadership is also about acting, and I'm certainly there to act. All right, so that's Gianni Fantino there for you. Um, now, meanwhile, let's hear also from the CAF president, um, that is um, Patrice Mutepe. He has stated that the continent's dream of producing a world champion is closer to reality than ever before, uh, bef- uh, than ever before following Morocco's semi-final run at the 2022 FIFA World Cup. Well, being, of course, president of FIFA is uh, an incredible, incredible honor. Morocco in the World Cup made history. The national team of Morocco was not just playing for the people of Morocco, but they were also playing for every one of the 54 nations in Africa. And their historic performance and their historic success is an encouragement, is a motivation to every one of the nations on the African continent. Africa has got a proud history of producing some of the best players on the continent, uh, some of the best players who've achieved at the highest level in the world in private football, in football, 
in Europe and elsewhere. And uh, we remain absolutely confident as football in the continent that this objective that we've set ourselves, this, it used to be a dream, but Morocco has shown us that uh, we are nearer to realizing the dream than we thought many, many years ago. We have set a clear objective as African football, that one of our main objectives is to make sure that in the near future, a nation from Africa will indeed win and be victorious at the highest level in the world and be champions of the FIFA World Cup. Javier, are you looking forward to that day? Well, definitely will it happen that soon? Will it ever happen? It, it will happen, but as to whether it will happen in my lifetime, I'm not very sure. But, it, it but we are close now, semi-final. But, no, but it doesn't mean that the next day you're going to, you go to, to the, the final. final. That's, not, that's not what it means. And once you get to the semi, Ghana got to the quarterfinal, but and then next one, look at where we got to. Mm. So, it, but but at least we are making some. We we are making some significant some inroads. inroads here. We yeah. are making significant inroads. And just like uh, uh, Roger Miller said in uh, was it in ninety when uh, Cameroon got to the quarterfinal, he said that wait till you see Ghana. Uh, there are a lot of countries on the on, on the continent. There's fifty four countries that Motepe mentioned. There are some of them are. Very, very, very good materials. Plenty of blessed memories said Africa said, was going to win yes. the World Cup before 2000. But we are 23 years old. No, it didn't happen. It didn't happen. Basically because of the way sometimes we do some of our things. Yeah. I think organizationally, the way we, we prepare, uh, quality of material that we have, a lot of things comes into play when when when, when you compete at the highest level of football, which is the World Cup. So that's basically the problem that we've had. But I think that it's going to happen. But as to whether it's going to happen soon, I'm not very sure because uh, if you look at the trajectory, we, 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 we've gotten to the semi-final in how many years of the World Cup? We got to the quarter-final in how many years of the World Cup? So, so it's going to happen, but I don't think that it's going to happen very soon. Well, Gianni Infantino creating a constituency for himself at FIFA. He was elected, re-elected with no position at all. Uh, what, what were you expecting, Bella? I mean, some of these things are very political. The football politics are... Yeah. But maybe there should be maybe one candidate just deciding Who? that, oh, Who? let's let me also stand, let's stand Who? and then face him. I mean, just for the records or Who? something. Oh, Who should but, be? But, Who should be that, 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 that one candidate? No, but that's, that's, that's the case because you let him go two terms after the expiration, maybe two terms. He's off and you can have the opportunity of... But if you come and you compete with him, if you are not very careful, you know, you never see you never, you, you lose, and that will be the end of your your your, your career. You will never come back. Mm. Mm. So just allow the man to go. Obepim, he will get to the final stage of his of his reign after two successive terms. He's gone. So maybe after two terms, you 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 have the opportunity of coming back, or you have the opportunity of maybe coming to to compete for that position. But as it stands now, the guy has become very 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 powerful. He's very very powerful. I mean, he moves from com continent to continent. Meeting federations, talking to the federation bosses and their presidents and chairmen and things like that. Huh? He's, he's giving money. This FIFA thing, money is coming. Yeah. It, it, has not, it doesn't delay. They, they've not defaulted in the payment of the money that their confederations or their associations are due. The money goes at the end of every, every, every year. And he's doing everything that he needs to do. So he's, he's won the heart of almost everybody. So who is there to compete with him? I mean, football scene, who is there to compete with him? There's nobody, and mm. for me, he has become so, 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 so powerful these days that you dare not compete against him. Yeah. It is better you, 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 you remain where you are, let him, let him, let him serve his term. You would have thought that looking at what happened during the time of uh, Sablata, mm -hmm. maybe the changes that we were, we for for instance, that I wanted to see was not just about football development, but also at the top. 
at, at, at that level where you see there will be there will be there will be democracy, real democracy. But, but, but it's like you're not seeing it that but, way. But we have democracy there. I mean, the guy was the, the guy, the guy, the guy. They the didn't guy stop was, anybody from contesting. Anyway. No, no, he didn't. No, he didn't stop. <laughs> he didn't tell anybody not to contest him. Yeah, and they voted and he won. You, you get what I'm saying? Hmm. Basically, it, no one computed. You no, no, but, but no, nobody forced anybody not to compete not to with compete, him. Yeah. It was so well, nobody decided to compete with him. Yeah. It wasn't as if he, he, he banned everybody from competing against him. Everybody was given opportunity to compete against him. Nobody, nobody opted for that. And for me, what normally, normally, on any given day, changes such position, FIFA president, every president, it's when it comes to uh, uh, awarding, awarding, hosting, hosting right to the World Cup and some of these major competitions. Yeah. That, that, is where, that is where mostly we have scandals. And that is where most of these guys have fallen. So Blatter fell because of hosting rights. Was it Qatar? Yeah. 2010. Yes. And uh, look at Mr. Platini also, mm -hmm. also because of these rules and things. And so that is where, that is a very, very slippery area that most of them fall or they slip and they fall. But beside that, I mean, you 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 run your term, whether you like it or not. It's, it's just a matter of course. You run your term. You just have to be very careful when you are when you are awarding this hosting right to some of these countries. Because when you, when you, anything. So you're not induced. Any, you're not manipulated, yes, you're not financially, manipulated yeah. financially, induced in any way. You don't, you don't use any consideration other you than. You beyond reproach. Yeah. You don't use any consideration other than, other than the prescribed rules. Yeah. To make sure that you award it to a country that deserves it. Anything sort of that, then you are in big trouble. I think that Infantino is a solid politician. I mean, if you look at the strategies that he has implemented when he took over around 2016 when Sir Blatter was shocked aside, I think that. I mean, so far, what he has done is to, like Javier said, connect with some of the federations. So then, when it comes to all, all of these, the federations, all of um, them. No, but I think the Europeans are not supporting him. UEFA? UEFA? Yeah. Are not supporting Infantino? No, I mean, as in, so you see, Infantino's um, shortfalls has been the number one, the, the, the two term FIFA something, FIFA World Cup that he wanted to implement through us in Evenga, it never worked. And the European Super League, some people have linked that. To, to Infantino as well. But I'm saying that most of these Europeans were expecting Infantino to fail with the Qatar World Cup something. So even before the World Cup, have you give us chronicle of event where the European journalists will go to Qatar and report negative mm -hmm. stuff about Qatar and what of you? But what Infantino did was that I was reading a report yesterday that confirmed that Infantino went to Qatar days ahead of the competition, stayed there in Doha and decided to ask it where, connect with the Qatarians in there. So he won the heart of most of the guys in there. And look at what he has done with Africa. For the first time, a FIFA Congress has been held in, 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 in an African soil. And, and, and that's really monumental. Kigali, Rwanda. So Honestly, honestly, I think that he's the one who is man, manipulating uh, Patrice Motepe. I mean, Motepe, 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 Motepe is running to be the next FIFA president. That's the point gradually, I'm saying. Gradually building so that's a good it. political strategy yeah, for him. Saying, so. I mean, he's monopolizing the electoral system in FIFA. And like you said, no one will have the confidence of contesting no, him you, until you he's done with his term. And according to the FIFA statutes, he can even contest again in 2027 to 2031. So if you want to be FIFA 